0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek rendering for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed on this evening and this recording or this live broadcast finds you in a happy and healthy place, wherever you might be, wherever you are. May God be blessing and touching you wherever you are. May I pray with you, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, for this opportunity to spread your word to your people. Lord, allow us to recognize the impotence of this moment. This is a destiny moment. And in this moment, Lord, allow your word to push us towards your promises, to clarify and make plain the path that you have for each and every one of us. In Christ's name we pray, amen, and God bless you. We're going to go quickly to the word of the Lord on tonight, and our scripture comes from 1 Samuel chapter 30. And we're looking at verse eight. And the word of the Lord reads like this. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. To give context to those who are unaware and unfamiliar with this passage, David's inquiry of the Lord, his prayer right here, has occurred at Ziklag. There, his men had been off at war, and while they were away at war, the women and the children had been taken away by a band of raiders, and they had burnt Ziklag. They were literally standing in the burning embers of Ziklag when the men who were with David and accompanying him began to question his leadership, and they began to think of stoning him. That's where you hear in the previous scripture, it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. And as he did, he prayed unto God and asked him, is this, is this, do I have your permission to go after these raiders? What we have to consider here is that David was in a very precarious situation. Him being the leader was he had been responsible for the men leaving the women and children in that vulnerable position. Because he had led his men out to battle and to war in other places, it had given the enemy an opportunity to come and take of their spoils and to steal and kidnap their women and children. David probably began to question his own thinking, his own mindset. He began to he began to re, to second guess himself in this moment as his men were so frustrated with him. He encouraged himself in the Lord. He prayed unto God, and he sought confidence in God. He did that also by praying and asking God the direction that he should take. As it relates to our theme on this month, the month of March, we've been talking about expectation. Last week, we really, this past Sunday, we were really talking about pursuing expectation. And tonight, I just want to talk to you about pursuit. I want to talk to you about the pursuit of expectancy. When I think about it tonight, when in our scripture, when David inquired of God, he said, Lord, do I have permission? Do I have permission to go after This thing that has been stolen from me, this thing that has been taken from me. The reason that that is so important is because in inquiring of God, David was really asking God, God, is this something that you have allowed? Is this something you have permitted? Is this is this something that I simply have to suffer through or is this something from which I can recover Am I supposed to get back that which was taken from me? And that's a fair question because sometimes this lesson, this particular lesson can be taken out of context and everybody can get into the mantra of saying, yes, I'm going to pursue and yes, I'm going to recover all. But God was being specific in this instance with David. He was being intentional in this moment. David inquired because in inquiring, David was allowing us to understand that there are moments where it is not God's intention that we recover that which we feel has been taken, has been stolen or has been lost. What what could that possibly mean? Because sometimes it's not the enemy that allows loss in our life, but sometimes it's God. And when I say that God allows certain things to happen to push us in the direction that he desires us to go. Not everything is a loss that can be chalked up to the devil or the enemies or the haters or however we we decide to who we decide to ordinarily to ascribe losses to. Sometimes losses are personal. sometimes a loss is because we made mistakes. we made errors. sometimes no matter how uh, Christian we might we might feel or how holy we might feel, sometimes we mess up. sometimes we make errors, sometimes we make mistakes. And not every time that we make a mistake does God allow us to recover that which we have lost? I know I have witnesses because some of you, even now, are still paying for mistakes that you made a long time ago. That doesn't mean there won't be a penalty, and it does not mean that everything that you've lost, God will allow you to recover. That's just not what is intended here, and sometimes the message here is is distributed, it's multiplied over situations for which it does not apply. Recovering all was specific to this situation for David, and recovering all might be specific to your situation. If you want to know, if you want to understand even the life of David, remember when David had laid with Bathsheba and they had a baby. And this baby was born into sin because David had had her, Bathsheba's husband murdered. And he had also had, had desired Bathsheba while her husband was away at war. The result of this union had been this baby, and then even though David prayed over this baby, he cried over this baby, he spread ashes over himself, he, str- he rent his clothes, he cried and he mourned for several days. Even his servants were bidding him to take something to eat, eat something, uh, take care of yourself, go wash your face, and David would not. The prophet had declared to David that the baby would die. And even though David prayed and consecrated and cried and lamented, the baby eventually died. What I'm telling you is not every situation is a recovery mission. Not every situation does God give us the ability to pursue and retain or get back that which we have lost. So it's key here in this particular situation that David prayed of God. David didn't decide of himself that he's going to recover, and sometimes that's where we need to seek God's discernment. We need to discern whether or not God has sent us on a recovery mission just because we lost it. Just because you lost it does not automatically mean that God desires for you to go on a mission of recovery. Some losses are because of our mistakes, and to go to this next stage there are some losses that God simply allows. And sometimes he allows these things because he is working something greater in us than maybe we can even understand. Sometimes he allows losses to push us in the right direction. Sometimes you, you know for for you to find the open door, God has to close a lot of doors. There's a lot of a lot of doors that God closes before you see the open door. God allowed, because he is hiding from you the wrong way. God had, this, sometimes he has that door closed for a purpose and he does not want you to open. He will not give you permission to open it because he knows that's not the right door for you. Sometimes there are things that we've lost that God does not give us permission to pursue. He does not give us his, his, his authority to go and try to recover because that's simply not in his will. Sometimes we lose for the purpose of being pushed towards what God has promised us. Sometimes we we lose because if we stay where we are, God knows that we won't receive the fullness of Him. We won't receive His fullness. I remember my own life, there was a situation, there was a place, and I was fixing up an office. And while I was fixing up the office, God God had a revelation to me there. I, I was setting up the office, I was preparing the office, and I was you know, making it nice. And uh, while I was doing all that, in the middle of me doing so, God caused me to abandon that project. And you know what he said? He said, Larry, you're not going to be here long. <laughs> you're, you're not going to be here that long. Why are you spending time setting up shop in a place where I do not intend for you to stay long? It was on, it was in the middle of God saying that to me that I abandoned that project. I left it where it was because God was saying you're setting up as if you're going to live here, but this is just a part of your process. This is a this is a a place that you stop by along the way. This is not your final destination. And I came to share that with somebody because maybe the loss that you've experienced in your life, the thing that was taken out of your life, was for the purpose of God reminding you that this is not your final destination. You will not always be here. In fact, you might not even be here long. This is just a stop along the way. Don't set up right here. You're simply going through this place. Even if it's a good place. Because I thought it was a good place. We're not talking about, you know, David says, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. It did not feel that way to me. It felt like a good place to set up shop, to stay, to be prepared to be for a long time. But that was simply not God's intention. And sometimes I'm telling somebody right now, you, 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 you might be in a place that seems comfortable, but God does not always work, work in the comfortable or the familiar. Sometimes we have to be, and I know we do, we have to be in uncomfortable places to achieve the excellence that God has for us, to achieve greatness. You often hear that good is the enemy of great because sometimes we see a place that seems good and we will settle there. And we'll stay there when God desires us to go to a more uncomfortable place. But it's a higher and greater place in him. Just because you have experienced loss in your life does not mean it's God's intent for you to pursue it. And that doesn't mean you go after everything because sometimes loss is just an indication that God is preparing you to move to even a higher place in him. But in this particular instance... In this situation, make it clear, not every situation, but in this situation, God gave David his explicit instruction. David asked, he said, shall I go after this troop? And God said, not only will you go after this troop, but you will catch them. And not only will you catch them, you will recover everything that you have lost. For those of you familiar with the story, not only were they able to recover their things, but because they were victorious over the enemy. They were also able to partake of the spoils that the enemy had left. So they were able to recover even more things than they had lost. But it was because God gave them the instruction. He gave David the permission to pursue. And maybe we should first ask that question. God, do I have permission to pursue? God, do I have permission to pursue? So important because the thing about it is if you have permission to pursue, I have a good I have good news for you. You're going to get it. You're going to recover. In fact, God's going to bless you even above and beyond uh, that which you have lost if you have permission to pursue. But once God gives you permission, once God tells you it's time to pursue, get this, you no longer have permission to stay where you are you no longer have permission to stay where you are you don't even have permission to stay where you prayed because god said go you don't have permission to sit there and as many of the men may have wanted to do, sit there and cry and feel sorry for themselves. You don't have permission to set up a pity party. You don't have permission to wail and cry over that which you've lost. You do not have permission to think about all the mistakes you've made. The only thing you have permission to do is to get up, to go, and pursue. Because sometimes we've prayed, we've cried, and we've fretted over things that we've lost and we said we wanted better, but even though we said we wanted better, we didn't act upon it. Because faith without works is dead being alone. God said, go. God said, pursue. And that means you do not have permission to lay down. You don't have permission to cry. You do not have permission to wait. God said, go. And I'm challenging somebody with that word. As he told David, God said, go. God said, pursue. God said, get up. God said, go after it. And somebody right now, it's time for you to go after that which you have prayed for. It's time to go after that which God has spoken in your life. It's time to go. I'm telling somebody right now, God said go. God said go. God said pursue. God said get up. God said do not stay where you are. Do not lament what you have lost. Do not cry or shed one more tear. Do not feel sorry for yourself. Do not feel. Do not seek pity over your situation. Some of us, we we'd rather stay in a broken situation and get pity than to get victory. Sometimes some of us, we we have a stronger desire for pity than we have a strong stomach or desire for victory. God does not operate in pity. God operates in victory. Praise be to God who has already given us the victory. That's how God works. That's how God operates. So while you're sitting there waiting for pity, God said, don't sit there in pity. In fact, you don't have permission to stay where you are. It's time to get up. It's time to go. It's time to pursue. Because I'm not going to satisfy your fleshly desire to receive pity from others. But I'm going to satisfy that spiritual yearning that you have in, your, in yourself for victory. Because inside that fleshly body, you have a conqueror. We are more than conquerors through him that loves us. And that's the spirit in which God desires us to operate. We ought to be ready to go. And I ask you the question, are are you ready to go? Some of you prayed, but you didn't get ready to go. You, you prayed and you asked God permission, but you didn't pack your bags. You didn't prepare to leave. It's almost as if you prayed thinking that God was going to say no. But I'm telling somebody right now, God has said yes. God has spoken into your situation. God has spoken into your problem. He's spoken to your storm. And he's telling you that it's time to go. It's time to pursue. It's time to get up from where you are. And it's time to go after that, which I have already promised you. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. When God says it, all you have to do is do it. Step out in faith in what God has said. And I'm telling somebody right now, you prayed, you thought about it, you you desired it. And God has answered your prayer. And he's telling you right now, it's time to go. It's time to pursue. It's time to chase after that, which I have already told you is yours. Notice this, David's, God told David it's yours. It belongs to you. You will get it all, but you still have to pursue it. He wasn't going to drop it in his lap. He wasn't bringing it back to the burning embers of Ziklag. He was not going to drop it in the lap of his men or where he in the position where he was. He says, it's yours. You'll get it. You'll recover it. But you have to get up. You have to go get it. You have to pursue. I'm telling somebody right now. It's not a time to lament. It's not a time to cry. It's not a time to seek pity. It's not a time to feel sorry for yourself. God says, I've spoken it. I've declared it. I've already given you the authority over it. The only thing you have left to do is pursue. May I pray with you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments that we've had with your people. Lord, touch your people and us in this moment. Let us be receptive to this word. Let us be reminded that faith without works is dead, being alone. It's not just a matter of us speaking it, but Lord, there are actions that we must take. And Lord, when you've told us to go, Lord, we no longer have permission to occupy the space that we're in. We have to get up from this place. Go to the place of promise that you have given us. And Lord, you have told us in your word, if we follow your instruction, we certainly shall recover all that you have laid up for us. And Lord, we're declaring right now by faith for those who are listening to this broadcast, we're speaking into existence by your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, as you have spoken into our hearts and into our lives, that which you desire us to pursue, Lord, as we pursue, even as your word has declared, let us see the evidence of our faith. Lord, let us see, let us see in our hearts and our minds, us recovering those things that we've lost. And not only that, but Lord, also even abundantly and beyond that, let us, Lord, even recover things that you have laid out before us simply for being obedient to your word. Don't allow us to be lazy. Don't allow us to seek the fleshly comforts of pity. But Lord, give us the strength to pursue that victory, that victor that you put in our heart, that conqueror that you placed in each of us, that we might seek victory by pursuing that which you've given us permission to go after. And Lord, we declare all these things in Thy son Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I pray that you'll live with victory for the rest of this week. I pray that you will allow that inner conqueror on the inside of you to take hold of your life and your situation. Don't allow it to lie dormant. Don't seek the fleshly comforts of pity and sorrow. That's not how my God operates. But he said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.